there's also uh what's it called uh, <laughs> i'm gonna go really weird here but there's the idea of automatic writing which is like <laughs> psychics who <laughs> bring in a writer from <laughs> beyond the grave and just come in just imagine they're like let's figure out what he wanted from it yeah he definitely <laughs> wanted me to play the lead guitar on this one i think so <laughs> He definitely wanted me to front the band, yeah. Uh, bust out <laughs> that old vendor. It's the weekly discovery track review. Carlo, let's move on to your track. Uh, yeah, so my track is Slow Down by Jerry Rafferty. Uh, so I, I'm not surprised this one's come up. I mean, uh, Baker Street and uh, right down the line pops up on my random playlist once in a while when I'm listening to like 60s, 70s, 80s music. So I wasn't surprised to see this one. Uh, what I was surprised with was that um, it, it doesn't sound as slow and as, uh, I don't want to say soft, but it's definitely a, a harder song from, from him, like compared to Baker Street and uh, like right down the line anyway. And um, I, I did a bit of research and apparently this was actually released posthumously by the um, by the um, what do you call it the estate. I'm trying to hang on. I found it here somewhere. Yeah, and and this was supposed to be like the the single of it basically, and that's as much information as as I could find. Like I I liked it. Uh, I liked the the chorus as well. I was wondering, yeah, what do you guys think of it? I mean, I'm sure you guys have heard Jerry Rafferty before. I'm pretty sure one of his songs was on Rock Band as well, I think. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. yeah. so, so from what I understand, uh, and again, correct me if I'm wrong, Carlo, uh, he's mm -hmm. the lead singer in that in that song, uh, Stuck in the Middle with You. That's him, right? I'm not sure. Yeah, because oh. I think, so I think that, because he was the lead singer of Steeler's Wheel, right? And I think they did Stuck in the Middle with You. I could be, I could be wrong. But um, oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So you did. Uh, I didn't even know that. Metal with you. <laughs> oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I know the yeah, song. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay. Yeah, and and from what I understood, so I was actually reading up a little bit on this. Like, he died like ten plus years ago, right? Like hmm. around ten years ago. So like, sort of interesting to have more music come out. Uh, and I think the guitarist from Steelers Wheel is the guitarist on this song and like recorded it after his death and everything like that. So he's coming out with a whole yeah. album of like all these tracks that people are filling in uh, 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 music uh, for it. Um, you uh -huh. know, uh, so that's sort of interesting that like, you know, uh, the idea of, you know, posthumous uh, music and mm -hmm. is it, is it really like that, that artist's vision or is it close enough does it matter you know all of these things come up when and i, I really I, I i dig the track it's funny this week we had two uh tracks that are almost five minutes long and i didn't really notice it you know sometimes uh these type yeah. of tracks uh drag on and I, I don't think that was the case here um but yeah i really i i really dug it um you know uh the guitar in this was like super tight um didn't know much uh about um uh, uh the singer here and yeah doing some more research it makes you go like oh man like the idea of the posthumous album is is interesting to me uh yeah. as a a body of work uh similar to like you know we That's talked so about chris cornell uh uh a couple of episodes back or probably more at this point but 
yeah, it's 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 interesting. But yes, I, I really I, I really like the track. Um, it it was fun and it was uh, also nice to hear uh, this type of music nowadays, right? Because technically, I think this was like it sounds a little bit more modern because I think it's mo it's like definitely modern mixing, right? Even though mm -hmm. he yeah. uh, recorded it, you know. Uh, the vocals more than 10 years ago. Um, but yeah, yeah, that's interesting to me. So yeah, that's what I thought about that. So uh, maybe I, I'll just I found, oh, sorry, I found some extra information. So apparently, so it's an album and what they've done is they've actually called musicians that work closely with Jerry throughout his career. So one of them was the guitarist Hugh Burns who played on uh, most of Rafferty's catalog. Uh, he also did the uh, guitar solo in Baker Street as well. And uh, they got vocalist Katie Kusun to perform the backup vocals. Alan Clark from The Dire Straits was on piano. Uh, and then other um, artists as well. So, yep. Yeah. So, yeah, it's pr pretty much... As as Mark said, yeah, it's it's a bunch of, but at least they they got the people that worked with him previously, so the mm -hmm. sound still it it still sounds like his his stuff, but yeah, it is. I guess we'll never know Modern. what it would would have sounded yeah. like if if yeah if he was still alive. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um. Let me just play a little bit of it before we yeah. um. You know. Yeah, it's just like super pretty the whole song, right? Um, I I just really enjoyed it, mm -hmm. it was, uh, and I, that's what I, I did notice that the mixing. I was like, this is really good, and and then uh, um, I didn't realize it was like because it was modern mixing and everything. So I I definitely like the song, and it's uh, it really like I I love that conversation about like um, at what point like the same thing happened with like love never felt so good with michael jackson like they just found some vocals and a half written song and they made it a whole song with justin timberlake and all that stuff it's an interesting idea of like is is this the real version that they wanted from the song but i guess you know music is such a collaboration and you you definitely I feel like it's also wrong to just not just leave it alone, right? Like it'd be interesting. Like, oh, we could do something with this if there's enough vocals and everything, right? But, anyways, Scott, what do you think? Yeah, I I enjoyed the track. I mean, it's it's one of those ones where I appreciated some of the the melodies and that intro. Like, you know, that it's you know it was quite yeah. quite catchy. Um, I feel like I've heard something similar before. Um, Though, like, I, can, I can't quite place where I might have heard that particular kind of melody before. Like, just that intro part, Michael, that you were playing. 
like, yeah. like I, I swear that like another song has something quite similar. But I mean, other than that, like I, I, you know, I, I enjoyed the track. It's not necessarily something that I'm going to be revisiting. Um, but I think, I think, yeah, like I said, it's a, it's a nice sounding track. I think the the real kind of conversation is, is stuff that you guys have already um, kind of alluded to around, you know, releasing music, releasing, I guess, semi-completed music, right? Um, and it, it seems that that's obviously a thing happening a lot more. I mean, obviously, we, we did the, the Chris Cornell cover album. That one's a little bit different in the sense that he actually did complete that project. Um, but obviously, quite a few other artists, most notably a lot of the the younger rappers over the past couple of years that have been passing away, like they're all still have albums that are, you know, being released. Um, and yeah, you know, the question is, uh, uh, do, do you still continue to release that that music um, or, or not? And I think um, like the, the issues with that really are if it's not complete yeah you're right is it is it actually what the person actually wanted to release in the first place um so yeah like i, said, I think that's an interesting conversa conversation um to be had and that could be something i guess we could discuss at a later time but yeah yeah in terms of this particular track when mark kind of mentioned oh it's the guy that sang that song stuck in the middle i can definitely hear it in the vocals now like mm -hmm. you can absolutely just quickly play played a little bit while you guys were talking and it's like yeah that's definitely the the guy there but um yeah otherwise yeah i i enjoyed the track cool, cool. i'm just quickly going back to what scott said i think in a way maybe you could compare to let's say a famous artist painter or sketcher who passes away and you find one of his sketchbooks at the end of the day oh. do you think it's worthwhile releasing that to the public or just keeping that in the drawer and pretending that it doesn't exist i think in a way i know with music it's it's a bit trickier because as as uh, mark mentioned it is a collaborative effort it's not just one artist like one yeah. sketcher one painter but at the end of the day i think i know some people might think you know this is just all about the money but at the end of the day if these people were real creatives, they would want their work mm -hmm. to be out there in mm -hmm. some capacity, at least, at least in some way, what they have made, even though it was never released the way they wanted it to, at least some of it still got out there. That That's mm -hmm. the way I would see it anyway. And I guess just to add to that analogy, though, I think there's a slight difference between an artist who died and then you release their their sketches as is as opposed to i think like this is more akin to an artist has died there's a bunch of sketches here and then someone finishes the 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 pictures right they yeah. they go away they they color it in um and I, I i don't think there's a right or wrong answer right like i i yeah. i'm i'm of the opinion that um and it, i guess it depends on artists but like people want their stuff to be seen right and, yeah. and i don't think for a lot of these projects that it's coming from a place of just pure commercialism um maybe maybe to an extent i yeah. but i think that some people i mean it sounds like at least for this project that they're getting the right people involved and it's coming from a yeah. place of like what would he have liked mm -hmm. to have seen his vision and they uh, signed on on it right it's not like they're saying like uh, if there was like a letter that said "Do not touch these," these are we'll never <laughs> yeah, seen no, the light of day. It no, sounds no, like no, yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it sounds like the oh. estate is is yeah. purely behind it and whatnot, and and so yeah, it just it yeah, it's 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 very interesting to me. So yeah. I think the thing is like with these kind of things, right? Like 
if if an artist passes away and they're a bit older, generally their feelings are probably quite well known within the 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 sphere of influence. The people that need yeah. to know, right? They kind of they they know what this person wants to to ha like that yeah. happen with their with their music. Um, I think it's it's with the the artists that die unexpectedly, where yeah. I think you get a lot of the uh, the potential issues and and backlash around. Yeah. Oh, hey, is this what this person actually wanted? And you know, I think in, in this day and age where, you know, the, the music industry, I guess it's always been this way, is, is obviously very focused on on money and the fact that they own a lot of the, the material anyway, you know, regardless of, of where that yeah. person might have recorded, um, that they have full use of that material to kind of do with what, as, as they please, really. Um, so, yeah, I think it's, I think it's definitely an interesting topic of conversation, um to say the least there's also uh what's it called uh, <laughs> i'm gonna go really weird here but there's the idea of automatic writing which is like <laughs> psychics who <laughs> bring in a writer from <laughs> beyond the grave and just come in just imagine they're like let's figure out what he wanted from it yeah he definitely <laughs> wanted me to play the lead guitar on this one i think so <laughs> he definitely wanted me to front the band yeah uh, bust out <laughs> that old vendor <laughs> but yeah cool. uh, it's such a cool uh, well not a cool idea but what's cool about um at least um art like this right is that you'll have separate tracks that you can use towards the main thing right that's something that's very unique kind of to music um like yeah i find i would find it weird if someone got like a drawing was like all right let's finish this up but like with music everything is separate so you could make this whole thing out of tiny things right like i mean that's what mm -hmm, djs yeah. do all the time right so yeah plus it's a great song so good yeah. on them <laughs> cool tune in next week for another weekly discovery track review